Welcome to ESPN Music. My name is Daniel Dopp, your host, podcast producer here. If you did not catch our last episode with the Wonder Years, please go back, check it out. Fantastic episode, great guys, definitely worth a listen. But today, I'm sitting here. Can I can I call you country music star? Is <laughs> that fair? <laughs> yeah, man, country sure. music star, Kanan Smith. It makes me feel bigger than I am, that's great. Absolutely. <laughs> Just uh, hanging out. Having some fun here at ESPN today, dude. This is such a cool campus, man. We got the we got the private tour. Got to sit in the best seat in the house over there at the NFL studios. And oh man, those studios are a ton of fun. Yeah, man, it's crazy. You guys have have some 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 quality uh, some quality conditions around here. Absolutely. So you're here just hanging out. You got a show. Tonight. Got a show tonight at uh, the Oakdale yep. uh, Theater, and uh, yeah, it's with Lee Bryce. Um, <clears throat> it's just cool, man. Being out on the road. I'm in a different place almost every day of my life, and uh, and so chances like this uh, to pair up with you know great organizations and and uh, and you know get to see what you guys do on the other side of the glass is awesome, you know, because I I always get to experience what it feels like from a fan's perspective when we do meet and greets. You know, they're real excited to get backstage and see what it's like, and I feel a lot like one of those fans right now being on this campus. So it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. So understanding that usually it's the other way around. Who would who did you want to meet here? Like, who would that? Who would you have been like that with? Well, I think, uh, man, I, I've, I've been a I've been a NASCAR fan uh, for a mm. long, long time. Seeing Tony Stewart walk through these halls would be pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, of course, LeBron. I'm a LeBron fan. I married into the uh, to the Ohio uh, thing, so. Mm. Uh, Seeing LeBron walk up and down these halls would be amazing. I, I would be starstruck out of my mind to see that happen. Um, so is that why you are? So I have a list of the the teams that you follow. Yeah, they're a little bit sporadic. Yeah, well, it is. It's it's you know I grew up in Virginia. Yep. And um, William and Mary was the ta- uh, was the uh, Williamsburg Virginia team that I could pull for, but they were never Division One NCAA, um, you know, competitive, and so. It was uh that was more of a local thing. I never got die hard with those guys, even though I you know I respect it and I appreciate that they're from my hometown. But the closest thing would be UVA or Virginia Tech, and um, for some reason I just uh, I was never that was never a, uh, a team or a, something I could invest in. I don't know why I never got pa- passionate about those teams, but I did grow up a Carolina Tar Heels fan because um, my dad is from North Carolina, so. Uh, I kind of was raised, you know, in that Carolina blue mentality, uh, the Eric Montrose dynasty, yep. Um, you yep. know, the Dean Smith dynasty. Uh, I got to go see some games uh, when they were at their height, you know, um, height of their dynasty. I saw them play against Maryland at the um, – what do they call the, the dome there in Maryland? Um, I can't remember the name of the Gosh. arena there, but – Put me on the spot. It was when, yeah, it was when <laughs> Rashid Wallace was on the team right. for the Tar Heels and, and uh, you know, Jameson, uh, all those guys that just yep. – totally you know I, I looked up to and they rocked my world every time i saw them and so getting to see them in person was crazy um so that's where my tar heel fandom comes from okay i grew up a tony stewart nascar fan um he was always the bad boy i liked that he was he had a little attitude and he would he, you know he was what you see what you get and he was unapologetic about it and he races his tail off i love that about him um and then uh, as far as football goes, I was a Cowboys fan during the Emmitt Smith-Troy Aikman era. Um, I should have been a Redskins fan, just, you know, regionally. That's That was the closest team to where I grew up. But for some reason, I chose the Cowboys. And uh, <clears throat> nowadays, I don't have allegiance except to the Titans because I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. And they need some help, so I'm, I'm rooting for them. Yeah. Um, but I did marry a girl from Ohio. Uh, she went to Ohio State. 
and uh, is a big Cleveland Browns fan also. So I have that going on. Uh, so I'm a big hodgepodge, I'm a melting pot, right, uh, right, of of, of of sports fandom. So uh, I feel like I need to declare allegiance, probably to, sure. to one, and right, just, and just run with it. If I had I'm to tempted, choose, I'm tempted to go Redskins. To be honest, that's that's tough. You're, so you're talking Cleveland Browns, Tennessee Titans, Washington Redskins, yeah. or the Dallas Cowboys. And da- I have no connection to the Dallas Cowboys. It was just as a kid. A, it was as just... a kid. You everybody was pulling for uh, Troy Aikman as a okay. kid in Emmitt Smith. So well, I certainly wouldn't choose the Browns. No offense to your <laughs> I'm sure lovely wife, but I, I, I have to at least I have to at least pull for them when uh, when we're watching it on TV. Yeah, absolutely. But but I I, I can't see myself being a, a diehard fan of them. I really feel like I need to go back to my roots. Uh, the closest team to Williamsburg, Virginia, was the Washington Redskins. Yep, and uh, you know, I just think that you know that they could uh, they could also use another fan right now. Um, and I like that. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of the Redskin uh, uh, mascot and everything. Yep. You know, I know there's controversy over that. Um, I think that you know I have no problem pulling for the Washington Redskins, and they could use a little little extra love right now. So that's probably what I'm going to be from For now sure. on. Well, you were talking about Tony Stewart. Yeah. Just an- announced he's going to retire next year. I know. It's crazy, man. Uh, NASCAR won't be the same without him. It, it really won't. No. I mean, he's he's one of those guys, regardless of if you if you are a NASCAR fan or not, you at least know of Tony Stewart. Yeah, You know, he's absolutely. kind of transcended that. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. It, it'll, be, it'll definitely be a different sport without him yeah. doing that. What was it? You know, how long ago uh, did probably, you start getting into NASCAR? Oh, 15 years ago at least. Okay. I was well, actually longer than that. Um, was that a youth thing or was that yeah, like your I dad started, was I into it? I think my first race I was probably 10 years old. Okay. Nine, 10 years old. And so, uh, yeah, we would go to the Charlotte Motor Speedway. Yep. And uh, it's a two-mile track. Still my favorite track. Um, uh, you can see if you sit in the right place, you can see the whole track. And it's uh, they go they go fast. Uh, it's never... You know, Richmond was the closest track to where Williamsburg was, but it was just, it's, I think it's a half-mile track, so it's, they go a lot slower, and it's a different style of a race altogether, and I was always about the fast speeds, so the first year we went, we stood on, uh, we stood up against a fence and, uh, on the backstretch just to get the full experience, Yeah, and it kind of blew me back, you know, as they were passing by, and then from that point, I just, I, you know, I caught the bug, and I just was di- addicted, you know, it was, it was something I'd never seen before, um, that kind of power. And uh, and then when Tony – that was when Dale Earnhardt was ruling the world. You know? Yep. He was, uh, he was king. My dad was actually at the race where the wreck happened. And um, <clears throat> and uh, they didn't know, as you remember, they didn't yep. know that he, if he was going to make it or not on the spot. The wreck happened and then he got uh, he got transported uh, to the hospital and the ambulance and all that stuff. And the fans were just – you know, it was just an amazing silence that came over the crowd and just this fear, you know. Yeah. Uh, about what, what what's how's this going to play out. My dad was in the stands, so that was um, something that he'll never forget. I was not uh, at that race, <clears throat> but uh, but I've been in a lot of cool races, and I've seen a lot of guys come and go. I was there when Jeff Gordon first came on the scene. Oh, that's right. Um, and everybody was hating on him because, yep. you know, he was the rainbow warrior <laughs> and winning everything. People don't like to see people come in, f- fresh meat, and taking over and succeeding. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I respected it. You know, I love when that happens. <clears throat> and uh, and then Tony Stewart, he was uh, – he was he was always sort of a bad attitude hothead, but he's really talented, and mm-hmm. um, and I respect that too. So he was a guy I gravitated towards, and uh, and it wasn't for any it wasn't a fair weather thing. You know, he was he was new on the scene, and I just thought, hey, this guy is cool. Yeah. I'm gonna pull for him, and then he started really knocking it out of the park. You know, and uh, winning all those championships, and and then it was unfortunate what happened a couple of years ago. Um, 
Was that two years now? Or? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you could see, you know, unfortunately with that, there, there's just so much passion. He just loves racing yeah, he does. of all kinds. He, he just does. loves the sport. Yeah. Being out on a dirt track on the off season, um, it was, it was, you know, it's in, it's in his blood. He's an Indiana boy. Yep. I was, I was born in Indiana myself. So we also have that connection and I would go to dirt track races in Indiana when I was younger. So, um, all that stuff is, is in my, in my blood and, um, I can relate to him. It feels like, uh, it seems like on a lot of things and I'm going to hate to see him go. Yeah. I hate to see him go. What, um, if you had to choose, you know, rank your, your sports mm-hmm. as to your favorite, you know, NASCAR, college mm-hmm. football, football, how would you, how would you put them together? College basketball. College basketball, number one. one. Carolina Tar Heels. The Duke-Carolina rivalry has been something that just, it just, it just amps me up every Mm -hmm. year. You know, I love watching March Madness. Um, That's, that's uh, when I get into sports the most is in March. Um, You fill out a bracket every year? Yeah, I do. Are you any good at it? No. I'm terrible. No, I'm not. so bad. I'm terrible. I suck at it. (laughs) Um, But I don't put any money on it, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, Just have fun with it. Um. I would say college basketball, the Tar Heels would be be first, and then probably uh, Ohio State football second. Uh, I've really become a fan a lot in the last couple of years through my wife, um, and I, I'm a big fan of Columbus as a city. You know, I've I've got some some good memories there, and the people are great. It's a young town full of a lot of creative, passionate people, um, and I can get behind that. That's cool. Uh, and then I'd say uh, probably NASCAR would be third. Okay. All right. So when you look at Ohio State and everything that they have going on, you've got Cardale Jones. He's an he's an he's a, an animal, and you've got JT Barrett. It's crazy, man. I love how um, I love how you can put a third string quarterback in and win a national championship with him, right? And then that same quarterback decides to hold off on all the on the uh, on the scouts for the pros and say, "I want to go back and earn my spot as a starting quarterback um, for the Buckeyes." and I love that it was in in limbo. You didn't know until game time who was going to be the starting quarterback, mm-hmm. and uh, it was cool to see Cardell get out there and and do his thing. And uh, I think he's gonna. I think it's just we're in for a great season. Have you ever been to a game? I have not even been to a game. So yet. that would be that'll be definitely rank up there on the list. My wife says it's an amazing experience, and we we plan on doing it as soon as we can. Absolutely. So when you go to looking right now at the live sporting events that you have been to, you've talked about some of the races and some yeah. of the college basketball mm-hmm. games. Is there one that stands out to you? Is just that it will always it will always be that probably it's probably the first NASCAR race. You know really? the smells and the sounds, um, the speed of it all, um, the people you're sitting in the crowd with. It's just it was an, it was a whole culture shock kind of thing. But very much, I felt very much at home at the same time. You yeah, know? and uh, I love that. That'll that'll always stand out in my memory. How old were you when you did that again? Like nine said? or ten years okay. old. So it wasn't so much like a show up in pregame before the race quite at Not that yet, age yet. But but there was an Auburn football game um, that I went to. I, one, the best man in my wedding went to Auburn, and he uh, he kind of you know he, he scouted me to become an Auburn fan for a while there. And uh, I still pull for Auburn when they're not playing Ohio State, uh, of course. But I went to I went to a couple games there, and um, the tailgating scene down in the South and the SEC is out of control. Um, and I've played some, I've actually played some tailgates, you know, um, done some shows down there before games and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm actually playing Alabama, um, down in Tuscaloosa, something like that and here in the next couple of weeks. I'm excited nice. about that. I, I love that culture, man. I love how psyched these, these, these fans get. And, uh, 
you know, because that's how I want them, that's how I want my fans to be at shows when they show up. Absolutely, is to rally and tailgate and, and to be there early and, and be pumped about the show, and and that's what these fans are doing for their football games too. So it's cool to see. It's like a whole nother event within the event. Yeah, it I, is. I mean, it's absolutely. A, it's it's a ton of fun. Yeah, man. To do that. So, so you're right. Our touring right yeah. now. Yeah, that's right. You're touring uh, your new album. Yeah, my, my album just came out a couple months ago. It's called Bronco. It's my first album, actually. I'm really stoked about it, really excited. A lot of people seem to be really stoked about it. If, let, me, let me read this list. Okay. I have a list here in front of me. Because uh, you were named the artist to watch by Huffington Post, USA Today, Yahoo Music, Spotify, and Rolling Stone. <laughs> that's great. Those are some that's big pre- names, man. That's pretty awesome. It's humbling. It's very humbling. I'm so thankful. Dude. Uh, Seriously. Thank you. I just uh, I love what I do, and I'm committed to making the best music I can for my fans and just telling the truth with my music, writing songs. It's about things I've been through, uh, musically stretching myself, you know, and and, uh, and I just I don't I don't ever see myself getting tired of this life, man. It's so much fun. Yeah. So you grew up with a fairly eclectic music background. Yeah. Is that safe to say? Absolutely, hundred percent. Did that come from you know? Were both your mom and dad were they were they music listeners, or did that come? Yeah, from- my mom enjoyed music, but it was it was all my dad. My dad was in a rock band, and I was going to his rehearsals, um, you know, his living room rehearsals with his other band members when I was like six and seven years old. You know, sitting on the couch between the the uh, keyboard player's daughters, thinking this was the life to live. You know, and and. Uh, and so I got it early. It was definitely something that my dad um, made me aware of, the rock and roll scene. And then uh, I love stories. You know, as I got older, um, George Strait was singing these songs that made the made the hair on my arm stand up. You know, and I love that feeling. I love when a song can hit you, hit so close to home that, you know, you get chills. And you, you, you just, you feel right there and you, you're so related to that that feeling and to that moment. And, uh, and so that's, what, that's why country music is for me. Um, because that experience um, has, has influenced me the most, and and I want to hopefully be able to let other people experience that, you know. Absolutely. And, and so, yeah, it was everything from Rage Against the Machine to George Strait and Glenn Campbell. The Beatles were a huge influence early on. All their catchy songs. I was even, I was shopping at thrift stores for uh, for bell bottom polyester bell bottoms and and whatever you know retro Beatles gear I could I could find uh, when I was in middle school. So very much an outcast uh, stylistically, but. I just, uh, I've always, you know, I've always had heroes and, and they were, they were some of them. Some of the biggest ones. Yeah, some of the biggest ones. Yeah. Yeah. How did, when did you start actually playing music? So if you went with your dad when you were that young. Yeah, I started, uh, there was a one Christmas actually, my folks got me and my, my brothers and sister, a, uh, a room full of instruments. And it was the, the Christmas that stands out, you know, as, as sort of a pivotal moment in my life. You know, I got a, a microphone that year and it was my gift. And, uh, one of the guys got, uh, drums, we got a piano and a guitar. Wow. And so early on, I think I was probably 10 years old when that happened. So early on I had, you know, I had access to a garage full of instruments and I'd go out there and bang on drums, pick up a guitar and make noise. And, and I just, uh, I loved it, man. I loved that You could, you could put a group of people in a room and pick up instruments and make noise that sounded right. You know, it sounded good together. Absolutely. And, and I wanted to make my own, like something that had never been heard before, you know, creating something new. And so that was, that was a challenge for me that I just, uh, I, I still to this day love very much. I, um, bringing George Strait and Rage Against the Machine together would be something new that people probably haven't heard before. Yeah, man. So that's, that's yeah. awesome. I think what it is is I think that there's a authenticity to, yeah. to them both. You know, yep. Rage they were passionate about. You know, you know, screw the man. You know, yep. that was kind of their passionate. Uh, you never questioned where theme. they stood, right? You know where they at. And George Strait has always just been the same um, true blue collar storyteller. Um, 
and I, you know, there's just an authenticity that that I've been attracted to uh, across the board, no matter what genre. Yeah. So out on tour right now. I'm on tour right now, um, doing some radio dates for the next month. But November 6th, my first headlining tour cranks up. Nice. It's called the Stomping Grounds Tour. Um, we start in Charlotte, North Carolina on November 6th. Tickets are available through my website, kanesmith.com slash tour. And, uh, and then we got another tour lined up for uh, late January. And I can't announce it yet because it hasn't been announced officially, but I'm really stoked about that. Okay. Uh, the new single is on the radio right now. just came out. It's called Hole in a Bottle. I love this song. I think my fans deserve a song like this because they're hardworking. And when Friday night rolls around, they deserve uh, they deserve to raise a glass up and, 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 and find a never-ending hole in a bottle if they want to, if they choose to. And this song is the soundtrack that will take them there. That's awesome. And we actually have a song of yours called American Muscle that's going to be yeah. playing with some of our college Man, it's so – what an honor. I mean, I, I haven't personally heard it. Yet, because um, I've been song playing yet? shows, uh, not on TV yet. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I've heard the yeah, song. You heard the song. Wrote the song. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got the news about it being on game day as one of the, the songs they feature in Transitions. And um, and we, I've had several people record um, record the, 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 the TV from their house and send me a, send a, a text of it. And so I've heard it that way. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to being able to hear it myself in person. But I'm blown away. I think it's such an honor, you know. Um, Music, music, and sports go hand in hand. Oh yeah! I just read an article actually. Um, I forget where this team. It's a it's a uh, minor league baseball team, and they're called the Grays. They have no home. Um, they don't have a home team. They don't have a stadium. Um, they're always an away team, and they're sort of a last chance team where these these guys play for next to nothing, and um, and they're always on the road. So it's a grueling grind, but. They're all passionate about getting uh, graduating to the next level and getting called up. And uh, there was a cool article in Maxim Magazine that uh, that was spelling out kind of their their story. And part of their story is as a pre ritual as a ritual for the pregame is they crank up "Love You Like That" by Kanan Smith. That's that's my song. That's awesome. It just went number one this year. And so um, that you know I feel like sports and music go hand in hand. I even me. Uh, I put on other people's songs before I go on stage just to hype myself up. And athletes do that, you know, all the time when they're up warming up, warming up on the court of the field. They got headphones in their ears, you know, they're rocking their song because it gets them hyped and ready. And so it's it's really an honor that American Muscle, one of my songs, is is part of that uh, is part of that hype. Absolutely. And that is one thing here that the music and the sports, you know, and it sounds like you you got that at a young age. Your dad sounds like the coolest dude. He's awesome. I mean, being able to, to have all the sports and have all the music and to, to grow up and, yeah. and have that in your life. Yeah, man. Seems it's awesome. It, it, I count myself very blessed. I'm very blessed. That is very cool. All right, so where can we follow you? Where can we send people on Twitter, yeah. Facebook? Um, yeah, Twitter is just at Kanan Smith, C-A-N-A-A-N Smith. Um, same with Instagram, at Kanan Smith. Facebook.com slash Kanan Smith Music. And then just my website, Um The new single, Hole in a Bottle, is on iTunes, um, Spotify, Apple Music, the whole thing. Uh, and the, the hit that people know right now is called Love You Like That. I ain't gonna do it like a pretty city boy. That's, uh, you know, I'm a nitty-gritty boy. That's what right. everybody knows about right. me so far. But uh, I'm excited. Yeah, y'all, y'all stay tuned to what's happening. we got a lot of cool things coming up. Awesome. Go out and pick up the new album, Bronco. Kanan Smith, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. 